BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Come back! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level. Level two, this is Sports Rage. I am Morenci. At the correct uh, William in the chat. What's up, William? It's all good. I wish they did have 27 cups. No, they got 24. <laughs> they got 24. They've got, uh, they're, 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 uh, they're stuck on 24. All right, so interesting conversation going on in our chat here. Um, it all started because Kurt Heelan, we were talking about the Raptors, and, and, and props to Kurt. That's why he's the editor of NBC Sports Basketball Coverage. Um, and lead writer, et cetera, that he knows all about the Raptors TV ratings and fan base, et cetera. But... There's something to it, right, when it comes to television. Like, the, the Toronto Blue Jays do not get calls in the playoffs. Like, do you really think that it's a – like, why – do you think it's possible that a team from Canada would be unable to win a Stanley Cup? Like, just by random chance that – you know what I mean? Yeah, whatever, they're good. The Canucks are good this year. They win. You know what I mean? Like, everybody else has won, right? Like, no – do you notice how, like, no team from Canada has won? So, the last time a team from Canada won the Stanley Cup was 1993. Gary Bettman became a commissioner in 1994. Who won the first year Gary Bettman was the commissioner? The New York Rangers, who hadn't won in like you know a million years. Oh wow, the Rangers won. What a shock! Like hey, New York market. You know what? Hey, let's let's build hockey in Anaheim and Disney and and the 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 the, the Mighty Ducks movie and all this. We're trying to build hockey. Trying to build hockey in California. How can we build hockey in California? I don't know. How about we let the Duck players murder people and not call it, and they'll win the Stanley Cup? How about we build up Las Vegas, new franchise? How about we let the Las Vegas Golden Knight players run over Jonathan Quick on the Kings and kick the puck in the net and count it? Right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we can go on and on. Like, there, there's a method to, to the NHL's madness, and it's whatever. You know what I mean? Like, Bettman wants to build up these non-traditional hockey markets. So, you know, Tampa wins. The Ducks win. Vegas is good. Uh, the Kings. The Kings, like, with the, uh, the the Kerry Fraser stuff, with the Kings and the Maple Leafs. It was a blatant penalty, but whatever. They wanted the Kings to go to the cup with Wayne Gretzky because they knew it would be good for the game. And you know what? He's right. It does help. It does. You know what I mean? Like, it's like wrestling. It's the same way with the NBA and, you know, the Sacramento. We can't have Sacramento go to the finals instead of the Lakers. Kobe and Shaq, we can't do this. Right? Like, ratings matter. So, like, it's – and nobody cares about this stuff until it's your city that gets screwed over. Right? Like, oh, no, no, it's, it's a conspiracy. So, you're telling me, like I said, so, before the commissioners of the National Hockey League were all Canadian dudes. And so the Canadians won in uh, the Canadians won a cup in '93. The Edmonton Oilers won in what '90, '91, even without Gretzky. The Calgary Flames won in '89. It's funny how like oh wow the Flames won, the Oilers won, the Canadians won, and then boom, Gary Bettman takes over as commissioner, and they haven't sniffed a cup since. Coincidence? 
I'm like a detective. I'm not allowed to believe in coincidences. Class, this is Sports Rage. I am Arantia, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people, the bustler, but everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. NBA playoff style NFL draft countdown of the National Football League draft is on. And this might come as a shock uh, to people, but it sounds like the Jacksonville Jaguars are a little bit confused. You're telling me that the same franchise thought it would be a good idea to hire Urban Meyer last year? I tell you what. I tell you what. I know we got a lot of wrestling fans tuning into the program. I sincerely believe this, that they should just let the, 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 the son, Tony, let Tony Khan run the program instead of the, the, the father. Although reports are the father, who's the, he's the owner for real, right? So reports are that he wants to take Aiden Hutchinson. So like from, from a betting perspective right now, I'm telling you what, I think there's value on Aiden Hutchinson. I already have Aiden Hutchinson at minus 170 because I'm a jabroni. Uh, I've already got him at minus 170. He's plus, he's plus 250 right now. But just because everybody says, oh, now Trayvon, what says who? Says what? Word out of Jacksonville is right now. Doug Peterson thinks they should take an offensive lineman to protect the franchise in Trevor Lawrence. Well, that seems to me, you know. I don't know, maybe you guys should listen to the coach on this, right? <laughs> so, Doug Peterson supposedly told him, you guys should just, we got to get a tackle. We need protection on the line. You got you to beef up the line. And remember in Philadelphia, why did the Philadelphia Eagles win a Super Bowl? Because both their lines were great. Offensive and defensive lines were great when they won the Super Bowl. Could talk about Nick Foles, this and all that, whatever. It was all in the trenches. And so supposedly Peterson wants, uh, wants an offensive lineman. Balky, the general manager, wants Trayvon Walker. And the owner wants Aiden Hutchinson. The owner usually makes the call for a pick like this. And if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, can you – do you want to wait again? It's like, well, listen, Trayvon Walker wasn't as productive as Aiden Hutchinson, but he could have more upside down the road. You're the Jaguars. Like, the, the road to where? Like, to what? Like, this road has been an ever-winding road. It's like a Cheryl Crow song. Like, you need, you, you, you need a football player that can help you. Aiden Hudson can help you. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. All right, let's roll. Quickest under eight in sports talk radio. I am Marinci. So for the record, I did I dropped a Cheryl Crow reference on the way out there. I, I, I wasn't planning on it. 
But I wasn't, um, for the record, I just wanted to clarify, I do like Sheryl Crow. So I wasn't taking a pot shot. I just said, it's, 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 it's a winding road. It's like life. It's it's a Jacksonville, it's like, it's a long winding road if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like how many more times do you want to say, well, listen, this kid's not quite ready yet, but he could be ready in a couple of years. It's that, well, he's two years away from being two years away type of thing, right? Like, if you're the Jaguars, it's like, I don't know, maybe we should get a player that could actually help us, like, like right now. Not that not that Walker can't. All right, like, and, you know, we got into this last night with George Kurtz a little bit about judging drafts before they actually happen. And all I said was, listen, I personally would go with Aiden Hutchinson. It doesn't mean that in a couple of years, Trayvon Walker won't be, like, the best defensive player in the NFL. I don't know. We don't know. I got into this with Kurtz last day. He goes, there's not, no, not one franchise player in this draft. I said, how the hell do you know? Like, how can you tell us? It's not like I'm still getting up. I'm still perplexed by this thing. My head, like, I got veins bursting out. All right, we're just breaking down a lot of stuff here. Let's bring in Andrew McKinnis right now. Wager talk. Talk some uh, NHL hockey. Right, I've been for we're waiting on McKinnis right now. Oh, wait, that's all right. I'll get back to the NFL draft here. So, listen, eight, eight, they're both great football players. Tra- Trayvon Walker, now minus 200 to be the top pick. And as I just stated, that listen, the Jacksonville Jaguars are not, like, you know, like, I don't think they're locked in. Like, they're the Jags, right? So, I, I believe this in the sense, because, you know, I, one thing I don't understand about the Jags is, and I said this the other night, so when there was this massive line movement on Sunday night on Trayvon Walker, is it, I said this last night, that are the Jags, that you can almost believe that the Jags are sort of amateur hour enough that somehow they did leak this or that it got out, yeah, we're taking this guy. But I don't believe that because I do believe that the Jags, they're still on the clock now. And I don't think they're locked in. I really don't. I think they're probably narrowed, it's narrowed down, but I don't think they're locked in. And what do they have to gain, really, here by, like, planting a story? I was thinking about this a lot earlier. I'm like, what do they have to gain by planting a story that they're all split on this? That basically, Balky wants to take Trayvon Walker. The GM wants to take Trayvon Walker. Uh, the coach is going to get overridden. They're not taking an offensive lineman. And and the owner thinks Aiden Hutchinson is the way to go. And it's interesting because Aiden Hutchinson, like I said, the owner went, they agreed with the Urban Meyer stuff before. They've already, that's my old deal. They've already rolled the dice a lot. Not that Trayvon Walker is like a, a gamble like Urban Meyer was. I just personally don't think it's such a slam dunk lock that Trayvon Walker is the number one pick now. And you can get Hutchinson at plus 250. All right, uh, now we've got Andrew McKinnis. Wager talk. What's going on, McKinnis? How you doing tonight? What's up, Gabe? Doing well, man. Playoffs are almost here. Can't wait for uh, NHL. Well, the playoffs are here, and the NBA playoffs. <laughs> but you're right. The NHL, the NHL playoffs. Um, yeah, I can't lie. I got to be honest. I've sort of tuned out the NHL over the last since the NBA playoffs have started. Like you know, there's well, two. I will tell you, it's probably a good thing, man. It's probably a good thing. You aren't missing much. <laughs> so NBA has been fun. Uh, you haven't missed much as far as the NHL action has gone. No, you know, I pick my spots. I'm not saying that I haven't completely, but I, you know, it's the same way with me with the NBA, to be honest, at the end, right? It's just sort of like, oh, God, just end this thing. Get to it. Let's get let, let's get to the playoffs. There's only so many times. Like, like how many times the Leafs and the Lightning going to play? Like, just play for real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it gets tiresome a little bit. And I don't like, you know, I was bitching about the NHL earlier, but I don't like the playoff format. The playoff format sucks, all right? Their playoff format sucks. It makes for great first-round series, but you get all these division rivals just play each other again. They're all good teams. They beat the crap out of each other. You're eliminating good teams right away. It's short-sightedness. But at the same point in time, as much as I always criticize Gary Bettman, or I do, he's smarter than I am. I'll admit it. Right? I know more about hockey than he does, but he's smarter from a business perspective than I am. And... His whole deal, they know, McKinnis, that that um, looks like our lion helmet could be in a little trouble here. <laughs> uh, 
we got for our revolving uh, line. It's been, it's been it's been pretty good. It's been spinning all day though. It needed a little uh, needed a little push. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm dying here. So, so the thing with Gary Batman is he knows that as the playoffs go on, McKinnis, the ratings get worse, right? Because the weather's nicer. There's more teams in the first round. So, like, by the time you get to the semifinal in the NHL and stuff, I mean, I know I know there was the pandemic, bro, but look at last year. You and I, I went. Yeah, I went to my – it was ridiculous, bro. I yeah. shouldn't be going to hockey games on July the 3rd. <laughs> like, unless it's, like, an International Olympic game or something. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know what I mean? Because, like, I shouldn't be at the Stanley Cup in July. You know what I'm saying? Like so, it's just it's it's. Man, I'm it's, wearing my jersey, Gabe, and I'm dripping sweat, man. Oh, I got man. It's like, oh, you're right. You get a hockey one. I remember I got the jersey. I used to like take it off in between periods. I'm like, oh God, like <laughs> you take it off. Like that's a good. That's another good point. If it's too hot to wear a hockey jersey, it's too hot to be playing hockey. All right. <laughs> but so the point is, and and fans get tuned out because it goes on forever. And then if your favorite team isn't playing, like how many people really cared by the end of it if you weren't a Tampa or a Canadian fan at the end of it, right? It's like yeah, whatever. Right, once football start. So my whole point is he knows this and that's why they have all these good matchups early. So he's gonna get these good ratings early because he knows, hey look, man, you got Pittsburgh versus New York, man. Hey, you, hey man, you got uh hey Austin Matthews and, and, and Tampa, etc. You got these high profile flashy matchups early in the playoffs, and they do get good ratings for it. And then boom they can make their sponsors happy, right? Hey, look, we just gave you a nice big rating for three weeks with the first, you know, the first two rounds, and it'll go down as it goes, but you got a good pop out of it. So there is a method Very to his madness, but there's a, there is a business method to it. But it's it's a, like what other sport have you ever seen this? What the top three teams, and then the fourth place team meets the you know what I mean? Like why why is everything so confusing with this league? Just make it one through eight, bro. I enjoyed that. And let's not act like we didn't see upsets. I'll never forget the L.A. Kings. Yeah, yeah. and fresh matchups. Hey, the Canadians are playing the Carolina Hurricanes or whatever. Like teams you don't always see, you know what I mean? Exactly. And and you're completely right about that. The, the competitiveness of these first-round matchups are unbelievable. And what I've been trying to tell people is that, you know, people think that these teams don't care anymore once they've solidified that playoff spot. But especially now, Every last point really matters for some teams because they're trying to figure out who they're going to play. I mean, the East has been decided for like three months, Gabe. Uh, That's annoying. For the most part. But they're trying to figure out who they're going to play. But I think I talked about this with you a few weeks ago. The funny thing is, Gabe, a lot of these teams are going to have better matchups in the second round than they will in the first. You know, yes. <laughs> if you're the Maple Leafs and you get out of that first round, yes. It progressively gets easier as you go on in the NHL. It's weird. <laughs> you no, know, it really is. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like every other league, it's like, all right, it's like a game show. Like the NHL is like a TV game show that starts off with like the $64 million question first. <laughs> like, you know, they come out with like, so tell us how the, you know, they propel, NASA propels rockets and explain to you the chemicals that are used. You're like, what? Come on, man. Where's like, you know, give me the $100 question first, right? <laughs> like, like they start off at the top in the NHL, but it's a good point. If you're able to get through, you're like, man, all right, now we're playing this clown show team. Right, like it's true, but it gets stupid. It's a dumb format. And from a betting perspective, Gabe, it's something for us to keep in mind because you look at some of these teams, like look at the Maple Leafs and the Lightning. It's a bit well, it drains them. It drains them moving forward. Uh, the Lightning will be favored. I, I don't know, small favorites. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? 
Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Halfback passes to the center. Back to the wing. Back to the center. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it. Halfback passes to center. Back to wing. Back to center. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it. I can't bear this any longer. I'm leaving. You say you will, but you won't. The late night anger match. Rick Class, this is Sports Rage. I am Ransity. We'll get back to the NFL draft a little bit later on. Of course, we'll be in Las Vegas uh, tomorrow for the NFL draft, broadcasting uh, throughout the week. Uh, but we'll get into uh, some of our breakdowns. We did a video last night. We gave you Charles Cross. We've been talking about Charles Cross. We said under, under, Charles Cross, um, under seven and a half. And and then, boom, it was suddenly six and a half, actually. This morning, I saw it move to six and a half. And it actually upset me because I'd like to bet on it more. Um, wow. Are you kidding me? FanDuel just moved this thing to minus 210 under six and a half. Well, that's a coincidence, huh? That it, it was sitting there at seven and a half the whole damn time. And now, oh, suddenly... I, like I said, I don't think he's going to get past six. He's either going to go five to the Giants or he's going to go six to the Panthers. Charles Cross, offensive lineman out of uh, Mississippi State. All right, Andrew McKinnis uh, with us right now. We're just talking hockey still. And uh, no, they, they, Listen, the NHL playoffs, the, the NHL, the first round of the NHL playoffs really is, there's, it's the competitiveness of it. Now, I'll be honest, McKinnis, I'm sort of caught in between. Like I'm not gonna say like because a lot of a lot of sort of you know middle age hockey fans kind of like rag you know will have disdain for the NHL. They watch it. You know what I mean? It's like going to a fast food restaurant. You bitch about it all the time, but you always go back. That's how people are about the NHL, a lot, McKinnis. I think you guys listen. You're you're gung ho. You love the league and all this, but. I get a lot of it, right, from people online. Ah, this isn't real hockey. This isn't the way. You know what I'm saying? It's not the way it's supposed to be, <laughs> etc. Definitely, definitely. And and I'm I'm thinking, well, what's the way it's supposed to be, right? They said, like, I I was I saw the games in the '70s. That watch it now, like it's it's slower. It's it's a different game. But what I personally do miss, I th- I love the speed of the NHL playoffs. I think the intensity is amazing. It's, it really is awesome. Like I'm telling people tuning in right now, if you are not, if you are not, like look at the brother in St. Louis. Uh, what's his name? Tony? Tony X? Tony Soul? What's the guy's name? Uh, St. Louis. Guy in St. Louis. He never seen hockey before. He was pissed off like the Blues game was on instead of the Cardinals game. And he was bit. He goes, what the hell? Where's the Cardinal game? And the Blues was on. <laughs> he happened to get, like, a game in which McKinnis, like, right away, a massive ball broke out. All, all hell broke loose. And he tweeted out. He goes, man, never watched hockey before, but this stuff is lit. <laughs> and I love you don't know. I can't believe you don't know what I'm talking about. The guy's, like, famous. He's got, like, he's got like 800,000 Twitter hockey followers now uh, uh, online. Uh, what's the guy's name? There's someone in the chat tell me. I think it's Tony X. Tony, Tony, uh, Tony the Blues fan. But anyways, I'm just telling people, like, if you've never seen, if you've never seen hockey, if you've seen hockey, like, watch it in the playoffs. You'd be like, wow, these guys are really, it's it's really crazy. Uh, the speed of it, the intensity is great. And people will think, wow, these guys really are tough, and they go after it and stuff. But the one thing I do miss is the violence factor of it. There's no violence in the NHL playoffs. That's and like, there isn't. 
There's none. Point blank. You're lucky to get a fight, right? You're lucky to get a fight. Don't take a penalty. No, 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 don't be the instigator. You're lucky to get a fight. You get a couple of hits and stuff, and you'll get some cheap shots. I'm not. That's the thing. Like the players, like they're. You know what I mean? It's a, it's tough. They're tough guys and everything. But I just miss the the the, the plain and simple. Montreal Canadiens, Quebec Nordiques, dropping the gloves and fighting for 40 minutes during the game. All right, I miss the Philadelphia Flyers and the Canadians getting into brawls. McKinnis, I don't know if you've seen that. I don't know if you've seen that. Of course, um, yeah. But Gabe, I was in Montreal over the weekend, and I got the, the privilege of seeing the uh, Guy Lafleur tribute and just watching them how fast they skated out there with no helmets on, the hits they would take with no helmets on, like just the pace of the game. And, you know, they always say everybody you talk to, any interview you read or every interview you watch with Wayne Gretzky or whoever it might be, they always say the game is changing. The game is changing. And it's exactly for the reasons that you're saying right now. I mean, you cannot hit somebody without expecting to get jumped. I mean, at the game that I was at, Jeff Petrie makes a clean hit on Patrice Bergeron gets jumped almost Yeah, but what, what happened after? Did anyone fight? Like, did it get nasty or anything? Exactly. No. Nothing so it's just happened. boring. It's like there's no ceiling to it. The Montreal Canadiens and the Flyers got into a fight, and they got into two fights, but one of them was really bad before the game started. Like, before the game would start, like, they both went on the ice for the warm-up, and it was like, you know what? F you, and it just started. And they would literally brawl before the game started. <laughs> they used to, and it was awesome. The Bruins and the Canadians, man, and you know, the Bruins and the Flyers and in the 70s and stuff, but they, the old-time players, they used to go out in a warm-up, and basically the, the toughest guy on your team would just stand at center ice. Right? <laughs> like, I wish I was around for that game. Just point blank. It's just point blank North Korea, South Korea stuff, right? We're putting a guard on the border. Put a guard on the border, and you put your tough guy at center ice, and it was so petty, McKinnis, and just so if one puck, if one anything, <laughs> if one, if you breathe on our side of the ice before the game starts, we're going to fight. And they used to, like, so it would start, like, Someone would just sort of cross center ice a little bit and boom, back into their own zone after. And it would be like, are you going to come into our side? It was like that little game. And, man, like Chris Nyland and stuff, and these guys were top pro. They'd be standing there. Yeah, they'd be standing there looking at each other. They'd just be like, all right, you just cross the line. Let's go. And yeah, they're just like fighting in the hallway before the game and stuff. They're peeling. It was before the game. Before the game. Like, even the NBA, like, the NBA, like, uh, I still wax poetic about it, but it was one of the best things ever, the Miami Heat and the New York Knicks. Everybody got suspended. They didn't care it was the playoffs. Everybody, every player on both teams got suspended mid-playoff series. Every player on the team. It's the only time it's ever happened before. And you'll never see it happen again because everyone's a wuss now, so no one's ever going to run on the court and hit anybody or anything. So, the Knicks and the Heat, they, they were fighting the whole series, and finally, finally, like, it got started getting nastier, and then everyone left the court finally, and everyone just, like, it was out of control. So Stern, like, sent the message, and it was the all-time classic. They suspended everybody in alphabetical order, McKinnis. Because it was like, you can't, like, how are we going to play the rest of the series if you suspended everybody, right? Like, right. So it was like, listen, anybody that, like, left the bench area, which was everybody, so everybody that left, anybody that left the bench area, you're suspended. And it was like, well, how? What are you going to do? Like, what, are you going to call in fans to play? You're going to put jerseys on fans? <laughs> like, and they said, no, it'll go in alphabetical order. And so, like, everyone, I, I swear to God, I remember, like, right away, like, all right, all right, Ewing's in the first game, Houston's in, Johnson's in, right? And it worked out for the Knicks because their better players, like, uh, played later after. Like, uh, so they got bounced. Yeah, yeah, it's just so, like, random and stuff. But I just missed the, I just missed the, the violent factor of it. Like, the sheer, like, oh, yeah, yeah, they got no crazy brawl last night in that playoff game. 
now they kind of won't. They'll all hit each other viciously. And, but right after it's over, there's just a lot of talking and then, you know. But one thing I will say, like, there will be a lot of cheap shots. We, there's no doubt. Like, hockey players have bad tempers. They're all hotheads. And I'm not going to say they're wusses. I'm just saying I wish it was crazier. I sound like a wrestling fan. I just miss the old, like, <laughs> attitude era with the blood and gut. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, well, that's what it's like. I mean, the, T, the TNA and blood and guts. That's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just want a straight-up street fight, Gabe. No, I, I'm with you, though. I mean, uh, it's not even just hockey. Obviously, it's a physical sport where you're actually allowed to, you know, check and everything like that. But even basketball, I mean, these guys, when they walk up to each other and, and they're acting tough, I mean, they would never do a single thing. Uh, it's my understanding that back in the day, there would be things done. You know, even the Jokic and Markeith Morris thing, when the Miami Heat whole entire roster was telling him to meet them in the back. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, that's a thing. Happened there. It was a lot of time, well, that's right? the whole but, thing. The Miami Heat guys meet me in the back you just had a chance on the court to my face like you know what i mean like, exactly. so what are you saying you were gonna shoot me in the parking lot like who was like what do you mean meet you in the back exactly and no but the whole thing is people overreact to everything now because like you said it's a good point i bitch about it too and it's this way for years in a hockey game mechanics you're right Somebody could do a nice, clean hip check, boom, smoke a guy into the boards, guy will flip over and stuff, and his teammates will feel compelled to all skate over and, like, and get in the guy's face. And like you said, you just saw it the other day. It happens a million times a night. And it's like, whatever, man. It's like, all right, your teammate got smoked. Just take note and say, all right, I got to keep my head up with that guy to hit him. And, you know, note to everyone, when you get back to the bench, everyone looks at each other and go, yo, bro, we're going to get this guy later, right? Like, like, and then you get him. You smoke him back in a way. But the whole, how dare you? Like you said, like the Jokic-Mora stuff, that was the biggest, like, who cares, man? Oh, he pushed him in the back. Like I said, dude, Larry Bird, like, threw a basketball at Bill Lambeer's head, right? And I don't even think he got kicked out of the game. Like, dude, like, watch the highlights of the Bulls, even with the Pistons. They used to, like, literally punch Michael Jordan in the stomach in the paint. Imagine punching LeBron James in the stomach. He'd sue you. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Like that anger management class. This is Portrait. I am Renzi. Austin Matthews dropped 60 goals uh, this year. And now Wayne Gretzky's trending. <laughs> you love, love, love how that works out. Oh, he's, he's, no, he's no Wayne Gretzky. Um, well, nobody's Wayne Gretzky, right? No, 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 nobody's Wayne Gretzky. But I said earlier, McKinnis, and uh, you're the big leaf trawler and hater and stuff. So I'm going to look at your Twitter now and see what you've uh, commented. Did you congratulate the great uh, Austin Matthews on scoring 60 goals? 
I did. I'm very impressed. What you sent him? And congratulations. What did you, you send him? A bottle of uh, bottle of expensive <laughs> wine. What did you do? You sent him a Rolex. Actually, you know what's funny? I I, I took him to score two plus goals tonight. Oh, I said that's... two plus goals tonight. What a season for Austin Matthews. So I had to make money in doing so, Gabe. Right. So it's a win-win for both of us. That's not bad. What did that pay tonight? <laughs> uh, I actually got it in game first period. So it was plus 350 in the first oh. period, a couple minutes in. You're a smarter man than me because uh, I took the Detroit Red Wings plus two and a half goals in the game. <laughs> and I did not take Matthews to score. I said before the game, ah, the Leafs don't care about this game. Give me the Red Wings. I don't even know what was the final. Three nothing, right? Three nothing? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I had plus two and a half. Should have known. One thing crazy no, so- about that, the odds were different, like, just everywhere. And, you know, you look at uh, those two-plus goals. So it was, like, pre- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus 175 for Matthews to get two-plus goals. The you know next, what that tells uh, you, McKinnis? Was, yes? That w- some books take a lot more hockey action than others. It's a good point. Oh, for sure. Especially with the options of all these books now. If you're a hockey bet, it's a good point. Like, if some books have been taking hockey action forever, they're not dumb. They're like, no, 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 we're not giving you a plus 350 for, for us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I see, you're right. When it comes to hockey props, there is a big discrepancy. I've noticed that. Because sometimes I'm doing, I'm looking at different books, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. It's plus 120. It should be. Pl- I just saw it at plus 180 somewhere else. Uh, point blank, you get you get better hockey numbers on, like, the FanDuel is a good example. Like, for those of you now in the Ontario market that can bet on FanDuel, if you're betting on hockey, take advantage of it. Like, they don't, like, they're, they're the hockey numbers on books that don't, their hockey volume isn't massive. They're going to be, the numbers aren't quite as sharp. Like and like you said, it's a good point, McKinnon. So, you got, you got a nice number. But I'm, I'm seeing your Twitter here, and um, that's some great stuff. I'm not going to say I'm happy for you in a sense because Guy Lafleur did pass away. But it, on the other end, yeah, listen, no one does ceremonies and honors, tributes um, like, like the Montreal Canadiens do. And um, you were there, so it seemed like a pretty special, you know, it was a great ceremony. I mean, number 10, a 10-minute ovation, which was amazing. Um, but what sucks is, of course, these guys had to lose after, right? Like, they just can't win this team. Like, they never win a big, like, like, I was thinking about this. I don't want to throw the modern team out of the bus, but, like, like, I, I would, like, don't they get tired of always getting overshadowed by past players all the time? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's always like you're, they're there and it's always like, Hey, you remember how great this guy was? And remember when they won all the time? And like, <laughs> and the modern players just stand there and watch. I've seen so many of these ceremonies that after they just lose after again, it's like, well, you know, I just think, well, you know what? You ain't, we ain't no ceremony for you 50 years from now, buddy. <laughs> like I'll tell you that, <laughs> like you got to win. You got to win. It's as simple as that. You've got to win, bro. I'm not throwing this it team was, under the bus. I'm not ripping them. I was telling you, that's why Guy Lafleur is such a legend. Like, Austin Matthews can score 60 goals. It's cute. It's nice. Whatever. Guy Lafleur did it, and 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 Guy Lafleur scored 50-plus in, what, six straight seasons, seven straight seasons, whatever, and, and won five Stanley Cups. And won, right? It's about winning. It's about you want to be a legend, you have amazing stats, and you win championships, and then you're one of the all-time greats. Not one without the other. I'm, I completely agree with you, and I'll tell you what, you know, it was an outstanding atmosphere. The PA announcer continuously was trying to cut off the crowd and, uh, you know, gather. That was, that, that was for dramatic. Louder and louder that was for dramatic and, uh, effect. But but I'll, I'll say that uh, the, the team just did not seem to, you know, get any spark, uh, you know, from what was in the air that night because the first 15 minutes of that game for them, it was just – Minimal effort. They couldn't get. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, like how? How? Like you exactly? You just watched like a tribute to Guy Lafleur. Like I don't like. I would call my shot, bro. Like if I was on the Habs. Like I don't even care if I pissed off the coach. Like I don't care. Like and Martin St. Louis would love it. Like I don't care. Like I would have skated on the right side. I would have tried to duplicate his goal against the Bruins. Like right away. Like you're playing the Bruins, and you'd be a hero forever. Like you do that, you just go down like right away. I'm going down the right wing, and I'm teeing up a slap shot, 
right when I get inside the blue line here at the top of the circle. I'm going to tee up a slap shot, same place. Yeah, except I bet you a bunch of these dumb kids never even saw the goal. First time they saw the goal was during the tribute tonight. You know what I mean? Uh, well, it's just what, Gabe, it's actually it's funny you say that, Gabe. I'll, I'll just say real quick, cause you know I'm younger, and uh, you know a lot of the guys on the Habs are my age or younger than me even, and like by only like one or two years. It's actually a fair point that you make though, and and I, I know you kind of say that in a funny way, but it's it's true. I mean, you know, a lot of these guys they, that probably you know Cole Caulfield. Probably, you know, obviously a diehard hockey fan growing up, I'm assuming. You know, he's from the States. How many highlight videos do you think he's seen in his life before that night? No, and honestly, well, yeah. And I don't I don't hold it against him, actually. If you're a kid on, you know, I mean, it's a little different. But, like, if you're a kid on the team, it's kind of tough. Like, what are you going to do? You come in and you're supposed to know everybody. You're, oh, and there's Howie Morenz. And, hey, they, you know the story of Doug Harvey? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, you know, it's, there's so many greats and stuff, so I sort of get it. But my whole point is, they never seem to respond to this stuff. And you just said it yourself; you saw them. I didn't even see the game; I was on a plane. Um, but may Guy, Guy Lafleur rest in peace. Uh, great, uh, great player. All right, so I wanted to see um, one thing. ESPN have done a good job of if the playoffs started today. Um, if if the playoffs started today in the NHL, and we were talking about some fun matchups, and we're getting close now, McKinnon. So I guess next week, actually, when do the NHL playoffs start? Actually, what's the day? Is it somebody told me Monday? Is it Monday? Tuesday next week? When's it start? Uh, I think Tuesday. I think Tuesday. Yeah, nobody would start on a Monday, right? I don't know. The NHL does weird things, though. So I don't know. <laughs> I was say who the hell would start the playoffs uh, on a Monday? So as it is now, May Florida. 2nd. All right, May 2nd? Yep. That is a Monday. <laughs> so I guess that is a Monday. It is, see? It is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, who starts? Or, it's just weird. So, so what, the season ends on Sunday and you play on Monday? The regular season ends on Sunday? I think there's just one game on Sunday, and that's Seattle and Winnipeg. All right, so... Uh, yeah, they they don't they're not in, but still, doesn't really make sense. But like I said, not, not, the NHL's whacked with this stuff. So, anyways, I want to get to the uh, come on, McKinnis. I thought you'd be bang. You're a hockey guy. Not a playoff start on this day. You should be ready to go. Even I knew Monday. I really thought it was Tuesday. I'll be honest with you, but I I, I am ready for these matchups, Gabe. I've been ready. A lot of them have been solidified. I feel like a, a psychologist these days trying to figure out which teams care and which teams don't. It's like half handicapping matchups and half handicapping which teams are going to care tonight. Uh, so I look forward to not having to worry about that next week. Yeah, well, sometimes teams you can drop down, you can be in a better spot uh, after, right? So uh, you got Florida and Washington, Toronto and Tampa Bay. And now Toronto's actually got the home ice. So uh, Toronto would host Tampa Bay. That's what we're talking about. This is like getting the Buffalo Bills. It really is like the Bills and the Chiefs. The Bills and the Leafs are a good comparison. They, they're both high-powered and stuff, and they both choke all the time. They even have the same fan base, uh, a lot of the same fan base. So uh, it's like, and like I said, Tampa are defending champions. So it's that cool of a early matchup, but dear God, <laughs> you got to – that's a tough spot for both teams. Carolina and Boston, that's a fun series. New York and Pittsburgh will be a battle, but Pittsburgh is a bad playoff team over the years suddenly. Uh, Calgary, Nashville, Edmonton, and, uh, and L.A. What about that series? You think the Kings can beat the Oilers? The Oilers are like the West Coast version of the, uh, the Leafs. They choke all the time, too. I think the LA Kings are fully capable. You know, I don't, I don't know if I'm buying what I've seen over the, with the Edmonton Oilers over the past, you know, week and a half to two and a half weeks, Gabe. But they have played better defense. Um, we just have to see if it translates into a playoff style of hockey. You know, and, and you talked about how it's not as physical, and you know there aren't fights and stuff like that. But it is a different style, as you and I always mention together. And I always say my my recipe is depth, goaltending, and physicality. And Edmonton doesn't really have that. You know, we're seeing a little bit of that in the regular season, but uh, L.A. is kind of like that playoff team. You know, they're built uh, for the playoffs. I think you and I talked. I know I talked about this with a battle in the past, but I think you and I did too, talking about the Minnesota Wild. And they were a nice number before 
they were like 24 to 1 and like 14 to 1 and stuff. Now they're plus 750 to win the Western Conference. Colorado Avalanche plus 140. So this is the last time we're going to speak before the NHL playoffs start as crazy as that is. So that next week it'll be fun. Uh, not that tonight wasn't, but next week will be fun, McKinnis, because the play will be playoff hockey. We're boasting about it. It's going to be great. So uh, what's your future? Give us uh, who's playing in the Stanley Cup. Give us a team or two here. I, I think Carolina versus Colorado. Uh, I, I'm not, I know that's not the most, uh, you know, out there and long shot type prediction for you, but I think Carolina, Colorado, Stanley Cup final. I think Colorado finally reaches it. I know they've been chokers, but their team is so talented and, they can win low-scoring and high-scoring games. You know, I, I've said I like Minnesota quite a bit, but that series is going to be an unbelievable one game. I can't wait to watch that one. Um, I, I will say, taking a look at this, I mean, even Calgary at 9-1, to one, though, great odds looking at them. I am buying into them. I think they could be the real deal as well, though. 9-1, to one, great odds. I like the Calgary Flames. I think they're a very good team. But I think the legal screw them. In the playoffs, like they won't, they'll get screwed. Like the, the they won't get calls, and the lead, Batman doesn't want the Calgary Flames making it to Stanley Cup. Put it this way: if they're gonna do it, they're gonna have to like really do it, do it. Like you've got to beat teams. Like you got to be, you know, it's like a fight. You got to, you got to be way up on the card so they can't screw you. You know what I'm saying? You got to be up like be up like four one with six minutes left and stuff all the time, and then you can get through it. Otherwise, I think they're gonna be up against it. It's going to be fun, though. It's pretty wide open, man. Like, look, Colorado are plus 320 right now. I don't trust Colorado, especially those odds. I don't think Florida play good enough defense at plus 550. Calgary at 9-1. to one, I think it's decent odds, but as I stated, I think the league hate them, and they don't want a team from Canada winning, especially Calgary. Um, Calgary's a small market. And, like, put it this way. People in Canada don't even care about the Calgary Flames. So, like, how do you think Batman and they feel at the head office in New York City, right? Not very good. That should say it all right there. That yeah. Am I wrong by saying this? No, I'm not. No. So, I don't think so. <laughs> no. Again, uh, how, how much do you take into account regular season uh, matchups and meetings between teams? I don't, to be honest. I think it's different. Yeah, I just think it's such a different style of hockey. It's just yeah. so different that it doesn't really bug me as much. I mean, if it's dominant... Yeah, exactly. Carolina, three nothing, seven one, six nothing against Boston. I kind of take that into account. But if it's like not that that dominant, then I don't really care. But it's sort of those regular season games, and then there's postseason game. You know what I mean? There's a diff- different style, but it, it, it's interesting debate. Um, what about the Lightning, McKenna? It's at ten to one. Do they have enough in the tank to win three times in a row? Well, it's great odds, Gabe. Uh, the it really there, is. I think that their, their third line is a lot better than people give them credit for. They have more depth. They're physical, and uh, you can never count out uh, Vasilevsky. And I'll peaking. tell you what. Washington they're getting good now, down. down. Washington? You think Washington gets beat down? Big over series, too. Yeah, I could live with that. That the Caps are on the ropes. All right, we'll get you out in a minute, McKinsey. We'll get your, uh, your Raptors, Sixers, and NBA picks on the way out. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Oh, yeah. Well, I think I need to take everything I said back about modern hockey and stuff. I just saw the highlights of the, the Nashville-Calgary game. <laughs> Same case, that's pretty violent. Pretty violent. Uh, that's what I like about the Calgary Flames. You know, I, like, I like that they're an old-school team. I see Milan Luchas flying around murdering people. <laughs> like, it was, there was, uh, that's old-school hockey uh, right there. But they're going to call a million penalties on the Flames and stuff in the playoffs for doing that, I'm telling you. But uh, I'm fired up for this. So um, NHL matchups, Calgary Flames and, and Nashville, it's a playoff preview too. you imagine, McKinnis? These guys really will murder each other. That series is going to be an absolute bloodbath. You know, I was talking on my show today about this game. and You know, some people say, well, it doesn't really matter. Is Calgary going to get up for this game? Are they going to care? I think it matters. I think they cared about this game. You can tell by the highlights you're watching, they cared about that game. So, you know, that stuff bothers me hearing people say it's not going to matter. Uh, look at Tampa Bay and Toronto last week. You think Tampa cared about that game? Uh, ho- hockey players always care. No, especially, the, you know what? I think teams that are playing each other, they set the tone, right? Like, like put it this way, after watching that, but, you know, and it's going to be physical. Calgary going to physical them. Uh, and what happened to, uh, to, to Saros? He got hurt on the way out. I don't know how serious that is moving forward, but he had to leave the game late. Mm-hmm. That hurts him big time. I, I just don't think Calgary or Nashville will be able to go goal for goal with Calgary. And the good news is Calgary never really had that toughness. You know, they always had the – Small player like Johnny Gaudreau, you know, guy that didn't go early in the draft or anything, but talented. Now you surround him by tough guys, and he can skate around freely and feel comfortable. He's not going to get his head cut off, and it's really helped change this team. Well, you've got uh, you got Daryl Sutter as the coach. There's no way that Sutter's going to coach a team that's soft. That's just that's not going to happen. Um, all right, McKenzie, what about the NBA? You got any? You got uh, 30 seconds. Any NBA picks for us on the way out here? Look, I'm riding the team total under for the Philadelphia 76ers against the Toronto Raptors. Uh, half level games in cash. I expect another defensive performance from both teams under 104 and a half team total. May the winners be yours. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.